0: What's going on guys welcome to the wheelchair pulpit podcast hope everyone is having a great day so far and this episode I've got a lot of football to talk about when it comes to week two of the college football season and the opening weekend of NFL football and I will give my thoughts and opinions on a few of those games But before I get into all that, let me open up this episode in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this podcast and giving me the ability to do it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So week two of the college football season is wrapped up. And there were some pretty interesting games that were played. Uh, There were a few upsets. One of the games that was on everybody's radar was the Texas Alabama game. And if you heard my previous podcast episode of me going through Alabama's schedule and how I see them finishing this season, I had this game at either a win or a loss for Alabama. And it turned out to be a loss. This was a really surprising game, Uh, meaning that this was a kind of a sloppy game for Alabama. And you don't see a lot of sloppy Alabama games, especially since Nick Saban has been the head coach. Texas came and really put a hurting on Alabama's offense, uh, especially Um, having Alabama quarterback Jalen Milroy uh, throw for two interceptions, and uh, Alabama's defense, which is really more known for their defense uh gave up thirty four points and three hundred plus yards and three touchdown passes uh from by Texas quarterback Quinn Errors and that is going to be a statement that is the key statement game right now for for Texas and their pursuit in their way of getting into the college football uh, playoffs. And they released the new AP poll yesterday. And they have Texas as number four in the AP poll. And I think this will show what Texas is made of going through the rest of their season. And I think after what they showed and how they played against Alabama, I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do and how they will play the rest of the season against Oklahoma. And against the rest of the the Big 12 before they get into the SEC next season. If they do maybe give up a game or maybe go undefeated the rest of the year. I think they will take either the number 3 or 4 spot in the college football playoffs. Uh, They may take two if FSU or Michigan loses a game or two. Uh, I see Georgia taking the number number one seed until the official college football playoff rankings come out near the end of the season. But we will see how Texas does. And the other games that were upsets were the Texas A&M-Miami game. Uh, Texas A&M was ranked 25th going into this game. And Miami also put a hurt on them, uh, winning the game 48-33. to And then Wisconsin being ranked 19th going into uh, their game against Washington State. Uh, they gave up that game, losing 31-22. to 22. So there are always going to be a few upset games early on in the uh, season. Uh, but let me get into the Florida Gators right now. Um, they hosted McNeese in Gainesville, and pretty much dominated the game from the get-go, winning the game 49-7. to The whole game for the Gators, and I watched it from start to finish, it was really run. They, they pretty much just pounded McNeese with the run game, and the Gators defense because the run the run game was pretty much none against Utah last week and their defense was not terrible but against Utah but it wasn't up to the standards that many of us are hoping for. But their defense really showed up, Um, but there's a huge difference between Utah and McNeese. But just seeing how the run game and the defense did, as opposed to how they did last week against Utah, it shows that the team rallies around a tough and kind of disappointing loss. And knowing that they're better than they were when they played against Utah last week. So if the run game and defense show up against Tennessee next week and play the way they did against McNeese. It's going to be an eye opener and... It's going to show how they overcome from losses. Um, Montreal Johnson Jr., uh, he was the main ball carrier running the ball 15 times for 119 yards with two touchdowns and an average of 7.9 yards a carry. Trevor Etienne ran the ball for 84 yards on 11 carries with one touchdown with an average of 7.6 balls uh, a yard. And then Treyon Webb ran the ball for 71 yards on 14 carries and two touchdowns with an average of five yards a carry Uh, Quarterback Graham Mertz also contributed with the running game with a goal line quarterback sneak. And he was also productive, not as productive last week against Utah, but he threw for 193 yards and passed for one touchdown. And that included a 50-yard touchdown throw to Ricky Pearsall who caught six receptions for 123 yards. And I think, again, if the Gators come out and they play the way they did against McNeese, against Tennessee, who struggled against Austin P last week, it's going to show how they play the rest of the season against their SEC foes. But before I get into the NFL, um, I have to recognize uh, the West Florida Argonauts. Um, they went to Illinois and defeated McKendree 35-3. to And that's the same score that they... Opened up their season against Kentucky Whistling. Um It's good and encouraging to see how UWF is already putting offensive numbers like that on teams already. Um, but we'll see how they do the rest of the season and see if they see if they can keep up that contingency. Um, but now let me get into the NFL and I'm just going to go into some of the games that shocked me and uh, the first one was the very first game between the Lions and the Chiefs. I had the Chiefs winning this game. Um, I did... S- I did say that the Lions will put up a fight and I I was really shocked that the Lions went into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs. Um, Granted, the Chiefs uh, and Patrick Mahomes didn't have their star tight end, Travis Kelsey, due to a hyperextended knee injury. But nonetheless, they uh they had weapons they could contend with, but again, their receivers didn't really help them out much. Uh, especially Florida graduate Kadarius Tony, he didn't really help out. He had a very crucial drop that turned into an interception. And The Lions Offense and defense Their whole team really showed up Uh, Especially quarterback Jared Goff Throwing for 253 yards and a touchdown Pass and The Lions defense Holding Patrick Mahomes to only 226 Passing yards Two touchdowns and Interception After that game, I see the Lions really being a force in the AFC, in the NFC. And I think the Chiefs, if they don't get Travis Kelsey back as 100% for the rest of the year, I don't see them going deep in the playoffs or even a Super Bowl run. But we'll see how Travis Kelsey does after that injury. The other game that uh, kind of shocked me was the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Bengals game. Um, the weather w- was not great. Uh, the rain was bad. But that didn't give That's not an excuse for Cincinnati to only put up a field goal in the third quarter. And MVP candidate Joe Burrow only throwing for 82 yards after receiving a massive, massive contract deal. Cleveland... Uh, with Deshaun Watson um, and if you kept up with that whole Deshaun Watson allegations uh, I'm not going to get into that because that's a whole other episode uh, because that would take an episode long but he had to do what he had to do to win the game and I was pretty disappointed on how uh, Cincinnati played, uh, regardless of weather, um, because they're predicted by many to make a deep playoff run and get into the Super Bowl. If they play the way they did it against Cleveland, then they're in for a long and rough season. And then lastly, uh, speaking about long and tough season, I think the Giants are going to have a very long, very tough year um, because I wasn't too terribly surprised at the win or loss of this game against the Cowboys. Because I knew the Cowboys were going to beat the Giants, I was shocked about the end result. And the score of that game was 40 to nothing. If the Giants, if that's going to be the Giants' season from now until mid January. That is going to be a very long and very tough season for the Giants it it was sad to see the Giants and how they played against Dallas So if they if they ever want a another Super Bowl run in the future, they need to do something about Daniel Jones as quarterback and their whole coaching staff and front office uh, because their star running back Saquon is not going to want to stay there much if they keep losing like that but again it's going to be a very long and very tough year for giants fans if they continue playing like that but at the end of the at the end of the day it was a very good a very exciting week 1 of the NFL season i'm just glad that we officially have both football for college and pro back and that's all i have for today's episode If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch this video on YouTube. And if you especially like this podcast and like to donate, you can click on the link that I send on my social media pages, and you can subscribe to this podcast. But again, that's all I have for today's episode. Hope you'll join me next week as I talk more football and other sports headlines that are needing of my thoughts and opinions. But let me end this episode in prayer, and I will talk to you all next week. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this podcast and giving me the ability to do it. Father, I pray that whoever listens to this will be encouraged. And I pray this in your person's name. Amen.